Hello, gentle listener, waivers, broadcasters, everything in between us. Mm. <sighs> Coffee, nectar of the gods for some, although Brad doesn't like it. Brad's my ex. He is a lovely, lovely man, but he doesn't like coffee because he says it's deceptive. It smells better than it tastes, which is true. It's true. But once you get hooked on that old coffee, it's hard to get off the wagon, right? Mm. So it's uh, pretty early in the morning, well, 7.09am here in beautiful Paddington in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Australians, all oh, let us rejoice, for we are stoned and caffeinated. Mm. Yes, I've been thinking a lot about relationships. Just having a couple end. And uh, I've initiated that and I'm like, I'm lonely. <laughs> Oh, I tried a few things. I tried um, a, well, I looked at the dating apps and was like, duh, a while ago. Mm. And then just recently I thought maybe I just need cuddles because I noticed I was very nervy when I was interviewing people and I thought maybe it's just I'm so isolated, I'm not getting enough physical affection. So I tried joining this... um, Thruple app, you know, or, or a threesome app, I should say. And because uh, I wasn't looking for a relationship, I was just looking for some play buddies, really, playmates. That's all I really want. That's what I want. Just like I want casual people moving into this house, I want casual, sexual, or at least that kind of romantic, intimate. Maybe not, um, you know, like only see them once or anything like that. But it just being about, you know, not looking at it as a potential relationship. Um, hopefully people will be into that. I don't know. I guess I'll find out. That's what I'm realising though. I really need to get out and meet people. You to start going to some places where I might find my tribe. At least the polysexual stuff, the polyamorous stuff, um, and uh, sex positivity and all that seems to be getting some traction in the mainstream, though, according to a friend of mine, that also causes problems because, you know, what does polysexuality, what does it mean? You know, someone can say, or, or sex positive, what does that mean? And um, they're wondering, does it just mean that they're saying that they're pro-sex, you know, which is very different from sex positivity, uh, which I think is, I don't know, for me, about overcoming the stigma around, you know, non-monogamy, I suppose, and or around just, you know, embracing sex as a thing that uh, is is what you're looking for um, and that you might have 
something deeper with somebody else and you want to find somebody else who you want to find another person who just wants to have like I don't know there's so many it seems like there are so many ways that you can express yourself sexually and romantically though I'm uh, sort of veering away from that word romantic because it comes with a whole lot of baggage you know Oh, so I'm sitting here in my pink fluffy robe. Love this robe because you know where it's getting cold here. Where I don't know what are we in autumn, winter? I don't know. Are you guys in summer yet, or are you in spring? Those of you who are in the in the um, American continents and around those ways. Oh birds outside should we go say hello to the birdies maybe I could ask them for some relationship advice what's love got to do got to do with it what's love but a second-hand emotion hello and welcome to bird talk where you get all your news views and relationship views from a bird's eye perspective Zoe, we've spoken about relationships before and you guys are very open about the problematic relationship you have, the the fire and the passion and the jealousy. GB says that she wants to let people know that it's important to communicate. Yeah, people know that, I think, but they don't always do it. Yeah, well, she's like, you've got to actually do it and follow through on your actions. Yeah? Uh-huh. So she's saying, or, okay, they need to be, oh, and Zoe, Zoe is, concurs, they need to be actionable things that have some kind of a measurement of whether or not they've gotten done or whether or not they were successful. It all sounds very clinical, birds. So he's saying it can be hard to understand what's going on at the time and you need ways to keep perspective on the relationship. Oh, okay. Like keeping a diary. Um, she said particularly in abusive relationships or relationships you suspect might be abusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said um, audio recordings, like uh, recording yourself after you've had an interaction with them. And so, yeah. She said it can be helpful because then you can go back and have a listen to yourself. Yeah. They're saying also like letting it out, writing poetry, um, finding ways. Okay. She said, Zoe's saying, be careful how much you floodlight, that's a Brene Brown term, your friends with the problems that you're having in your relationships because people can get really burnt out. So, so what do you suggest? Uh, that's what she's saying, the poetry or whatever it is that you need to do, whether it's crocheting or something to let the feelings out so that it's not all going to your friends. You need to tell them, but tell them in a way that we, that they can hear, the way you've processed it a bit. Yeah, okay. So uh, what other suggestions do you birds have? What about meeting? Oh, okay. GB knew I was going to say that. Oh, 
she said they're saying um, that we were listening to uh, the polyamory podcast. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll get to the point. So uh, the suggestion by the birds and in the podcast was to go out to places where you're doing things that you enjoy and that's a much better way to go than dating apps. Are you saying that, are you guys saying that's what I should do? What? Is it too weird because, you know, Brad and I in the breakup and you being like our feather children? We got sort of... Deep Brady bunched cockatiels went to Brad. You guys came, you guys stayed with me. Is that why you don't want to talk about me and dating? Oh, okay, sorry, that was insensitive. She's saying, she, oh, all right, they're saying I need to, I need to take some time off from dating. Okay, all right, it's just, I'm, I'm afraid what happens when the uh, for JJ Beast wakes up and and then there's no controlling her, like and I haven't taken proper precautions to find somebody safe who's you know. GB, I it's not it's not helpful to tell me to chill my tits. Um, you know it's uh, I know it's only been like a, a few weeks with, but I'm, it's been. It's, it's been hard. I know you know that I'm lonely. I, I will spend more time with you guys. Okay. And with the family and with friends. All right. Is that is that all the advice that you guys have for today for our listeners and obviously for me? Okay. Well, it sounds like that's it. GB said, nope, that's it. Um... Any any final thoughts from you, Zoe? I suppose not. Oh, you've climbed on my shoulder, yeah? You you look like you want to say something. Right, okay. Zoe's saying, take care for each other's hearts as well as your own heart. I don't know what that means. You've been listening to Bird Talk. Goodbye for now. Coming up next is a call-in from Trudy, a.k.a. Condensation, about my old mother, where art thou episode. So if you want more context about this, then skip back to the around the 12th of May and there the episode will be. I liked your stuff on the good enough mother. Just thought I'd say some of it was a little bit triggery, but... Yeah, I'm glad you read it out. Thanks for the article. Hey, Trudes. I'm sorry that was triggery for you. I can understand how it would be given your situation and the pressures of the government agencies, you know, that you've spoken about, how oppressive it is and how it makes it difficult to be a good mother because... You have to deal with all of their, you know, jumping through all of their hoops. And, you know, they somehow, even though in, like, in philosophy, in sociology, we don't know, we don't really know what good parenting is. But somehow they know that. And, and I've worked in child protection um, 
in a, a sort of an allied area. And I can tell you, it's, well, as you know, it's not that simple. So I'm sorry for it being triggery, but I think you're a great mum. Mums are awesome, 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 mumbling is not so much. And we are on air right now with the lovely one, the only, Lulu Island. I am. Oh, oh. Heard me. This is Joy, and that's G-I-O-Y, formerly Miss Honey, here on Anchor. I am so glad to be back on the stations with you, Lulu. We're going to be talking about uh, relationships. We have so much to say, don't we? Oh, we certainly have a lot to say when we talk with each other on on, <laughs> on FaceTime. We've both been yes. through it with the relationship. Yes, I, exactly. And I figured we could give some advice to all the fellows and girls and non-binaries who are going through the same stuff that they think is only happening to them, but it's actually happening to everyone. <laughs> that's, that's right. What do you think are some of the things that you and I have both found that we've really experienced in common, do you think? Well, one thing for sure is uh, knowing when to have uh, boundaries because there is this thing when you get so used to your other and therefore you tend to let out all the ghosts we will say from your past and then you think that just like your family they're going to be around forever but instead they um and they might reassure you for a while but then it's you know down the line it tends to scare them so that's definitely one thing i think we should talk about is knowing Uh when to step back Mm, knowing when to um, differentiate yourself from that person that you, I guess what you're sort of talking about there is um, like avoiding codependency because yeah. then when the person who you're, you're in a codependent relationship with either, you know, it's not working for you or it's not working for them, it's really hard to untangle from oh. the codependent cycle and it can be, very painful you've experienced a lot of pain oh exactly and you know there is nothing like a a a relationship that has so many webs you're caught in it and it's just when you finally one 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 person finally has put up their you know hands and said done that's when Mm. you are so much caught and you're like holy shit okay what do i do now yeah. Mm. So mm. It, the, the trick is not to get there, in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. so what, what kind of steps would you say would be good for people to notice in the moment when they're, you know, living I, life I with some, their codependency? I heard some advice recently um, that if you wake up thinking about them, like, and you're just like, <gasps> you know, that yeah. feeling that's a red flag yes i completely agree do yeah like, i mean you're gonna always be thinking about your significant other because you hopefully love them unless you're with them for some monetary reasons or you know something else <laughs> <laughs> or it's Which just is... been you've just been doing that for a long time you know you kind of get used to it but that that uh 
prolonged, like having that over, like I think, yeah, like it's that feeling when she described it, I knew exactly what she meant. It was that feeling of as soon as you wake up, you think about them and you feel excited. You're like, when can I get to speak to them? And yeah, especially and with for, for me with the um, the time zone stuff, it, it was also very much like, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, when, you know, will they be awake? Am I awake? You know, like, and often like when, I, like early in the morning when I'd wake up is when they would be awake being, you know, on the other side of the planet. So it's, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I've learned to uh, have a red flag for myself that I am stepping into a codependent space or where I am um, going through feelings of, of addiction, I guess, yeah. with that person. Love addiction. Yeah, love addiction kind of behavior. The thing is no one even knows that that exists, and that could be another episode we could talk about later. Um, but, yeah, I think that definitely, you know, for all you listeners out there, there's nothing wrong with thinking about your boo because mm. if you're not thinking about them, then that makes you look like an egotistical maniac. <laughs> so there's a, there is a line a when it, be, yeah, when yeah. it becomes just a little too much, I'd say. And like, if you wake up every single morning thinking about them immediately and, and you get this, yeah. and it's, it's this, it's the feeling of the, it's the way she said it. And it's like this bolt of adrenaline almost like you just like pow you know and that's the addictive part of that um exact dependent cycle and um yeah so i'm very grateful with my relationship with brad that we are aware that we've had uh that we have a codependent um and explain to the audience how long you were in that relationship for uh, seven, just shy of 17 years, like a month or two shy of 17 years and a, and a, a month or two shy of a 10 year wedding anniversary as well. Yes, which we exactly. just passed. Yeah. And, so and that's a very, that's coming from a lot of experience there. Yeah. So we, we had good communication Lulu, from the are start. You there? Hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? So while, while. Unchain my heart, please set me free. Unchain my heart, cause you don't care about me. Well, Joy and I experienced some technical difficulties, so coming up next will be a little voice folly between the two of us. <laughs> but, but before we get back into relationships, I will be... Uh, Oh, you know, just anchor be glitchy. I was just about to say, I don't like the way this is sounding. I'm going to go out. But to do that, I actually have to log out and log back in again because the double up recording thing. <sighs> Anyways, so <laughs> coming up next, next, not like next, 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 uh, is Leela Perez, who did really well. She's been trying to get a job for a while. And so this is just a little back and forth between her and I. I thought I'd slip into this episode while I wait for Darling Joy, formerly known as Miss Honey, to start the relationship voice volley. Oh yeah, 
And if it didn't say it before, congratulations on the new job. Congratulations on the new job. Woo, 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 Yay. Yay, 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 yay. You did it, you did it, you did it, you did it, you did it. Oh dear. I hope I didn't wake up my flatmate then. Hi, Lulu. It's so good to hear from you. And thank you so much for the <laughs> congratulations. And I'm extremely thankful to have to have gotten a new job and everything. And uh, thank you so much for sharing, like, how you felt, too, because it definitely is a good, like, connection point to make that everyone feels this way. And I also really like your your point about uh, childhood and making uh, how you felt back then and how you may have looked at it previously and how you look at it now, and I... I definitely agree that it's really, really important to try to cherish the memories that we are able to make when we're young and not criticize ourselves just for the way we look when later in life we'll be able to... Hey Leila, congratulations on the new job. I don't know what it was about your description, but it just reminded me of every time... I've started a new job, the, trying to remember the names, the excitement of reading, the stationery covered. <laughs> uh, my cubicle is huge. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all so familiar and yet also much a part of my past nowadays. I'm just looking up at a photo album that I have as I was standing here because I, I turned off the air conditioner. So the heating on because it's cold. Yes, it is cold in Brisbane anyway. It's cold. Oh, oh no! And I just a whole heap of photos just fell onto my ukuleles. But um, oh, this is a cute picture of me. Even though, like, I hated it at the time because my eyes look so squinty and my my. I happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Well, darling listeners, <laughs> Joy and I were not able to continue our connection because after we got disconnected the first time, Anchor wouldn't let us find each other or each other's no. topics. So that was weird. Um, yes, Joy could find all the other Lulus but not me on Anchor and, no. and I could find no Joy. So No Joy was found, just no. and waterfalls which you know maybe could be happiness but not in this case so we're continuing our talks about relationship advice what to do what not to do but first i must tell all the listeners one thing just when you think you can rely on something you have to think about being self-sufficient just like with technology on this app itself, you think you can just call Lulu back, but then something else happens and you can't. So my tip number two would be to always be on your toes. Don't ha You don't have to be 100% independent, always having your own schedule, because then you don't have a relationship. However, you should not be so concerned with what they're doing all the time and when you start to notice that you're asking them every every other few hours, what are you doing? Oh, oh, okay. That means you're micromanaging their life and you need to start doing it to your own. Mm. 
Yeah, that is a very, very good point, Joy. And let's have a little chat about the use of technology and dating now. And I've had some experiences recently where I tried, uh, um, like after not enjoying the regular dating apps, I thought I'd give a, a threesome one a go. It was pretty disappointed uh, with that one. It was just all dudes again. Um, and, uh, usually is. Yeah. And then that's the main problem with these apps is it's like the amount of women that are on it compared to men. It's like five to one. Yeah. And, and even, and even still, I don't feel like very kind of like you'd think that people, these guys would be making an effort, but it's not really, that's not what's happening, um, for me. So it's, yeah, I mean, even just in the way they present themselves in their profiles and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, and with the, um, I tried, I just tried a cuddling site. It wasn't an app, it was like a website. And there again, it was like, just, yeah, most, just basically dudes and, um, and games again. And I'm so yep. disappointed. Um, but then I was listening to this, um, this uh, polyamory podcast um, and they, and she was saying, you know, you need to get out and do stuff that interests you and find people that way because, exactly. yeah, yeah, and I think that's true and I, I really, I do need to step outside my comfort zone. Um, wow. Anch has been very different in terms of like technology and connecting me with people. Like it's been very intimate in comparison. So I guess it's just... It's a stark shock when you go out well, there and see what the rest of the online kind of like relationship building kind of scene is like. Yes, and I will say I will say this audience, if someone gives you their number on a dating app, don't use it until you have definitely had a few I would say at least a week of conversation because most of the time, they're going to give you the number, and then you're not going to really message very often because they've already given you that number and they have your number, and now it's like not much of a game anymore. Two, the issue with all these apps is, especially the popular ones, is that there's too much, um, you know, options, as everyone knows. So I think if you've been using them repeatedly, you should start doing more social experiences like Lulu is saying. Join a book club, go to the grocery store, hang out at a library, go to a playground, try to meet people, where, or even a movie theater club, you know, whatever you want to do. There's apps. There's a wonderful app. I don't know if it's in Australia. It's all over the U.S. It's called Meetup, M-E-E-T-U-P. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. And you can create your own. You can you can create your own clubs and then spread spread it through you know social media and people can join. Or you can join things that you like and then they have destinations based on your location. And I've done those personally for lots of different topics. Um, some were board board game playing, just like really basic stuff. Some was jewelry making. Some was pansexuality talks. Uh, <clears throat> Some was music industry talks. And I love all it. Of these, 
Yeah, I've been meaning to do that. So it's an app as well. It is an app. Yes, it's fantastic, and it will give you updates every single day into your email, and um, so it's very organized. Um, And there's everything. I've even done tantric massage classes on there, and I've met uh, lots of you know wonderful men and women. So it just all right. You've on... conv- you've convinced me. I'm yeah. gonna get. I'm gonna get. Stop this um, recording, and I'm gonna go. I'll stay on the phone to you, but I'm gonna go on to meet up, and then um, we'll come back, and um, we'll we'll discuss what's in there, like what I find. Yeah, we're part two of this recording. <laughs> Lulu goes to the meetup app. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I said I went to the shops with Joy, haha. That's G I O Y. I wonder if I can find her yet. That was pretty crazy. Crazy, we couldn't find each other. Crazy for glitching. Crazy for bitching. Crazy for loving you and God. I love you anyway. Because I've gotten to connect with people like Joy, formerly Miss Honey. And we went to the shops. I went talked on the uh on the old FaceTime audio and <laughs> chatted all the way through my and she was ended ended up at the supermarket as well, so and then we chatted all the way back and then we chatted some more. <laughs> I don't know how many hours we spent talking today, but it was great. I'm glad she's into it like I am because, yeah, that's just how I be. And now I'm chatting to you. <laughs> but before before she left, I I went and got onto the Meetup website because I can't remember. I've got to reset my freaking Apple password. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> so I, I will download the app once I've got the password, but I went onto the website and yeah, set up a profile and clicked through the things and saw what was available. And tomorrow night I'm going to a, a queer cuddle meetup. So, and there's those six people going and they're all guys <laughs> Well, not queer, like it's LGBTQ, I don't know the rest. Um, And yeah, it's just cuddling, which is, you know, something I'm interested in. So it's um, 7pm tomorrow night, which is like it's 12pm now. So what's that? 24 plus 7 is a number 31. No? Yes. Um, Hours away. Um, yeah, so I'm a little nervous, uh, but I'm also excited. And the fact that it's kind of the guys that are there are likely to either be gay or bisexual helps me to feel more at ease about it all. Um, so I guess we'll just go along and see what happens. Um, there's a lot of salsa. Thinking if I want to meet people, I might want to learn to salsa. So much salsa stuff on the meetup. 
site that was that was wild. I was scrolling through going, when does the salsa stop and the other things begin? I want to click out of the salsa so I can see what else is here. Mm. So there we go. I'm, well, theoretically anyway, I've signed up to go to this meetup tomorrow night. So we'll see how that goes. So that concludes the love episode for today. I'm going to finish with a call-in from Cannabis Conundrum, who after this I ended up having a big long conversation with him and Foxy Lady from Awesome Source, which is in a prior episode. There's a, it's actually in two episodes currently at the moment, Stoners and um, Big Chats. So if you want to hear me crapping on with them for a bit, uh, we, we talk about some anchor things and about how to how to get listeners and stuff like that. So you might find it interesting. Um, all right. That's me signing out. Peace, love, and <sighs> coffee black. Coffee black. Coffee black says, peace, love, and chicken grease. And I love you. I love you, Reg, that um, us listening to, to you talk about chicks in bikinis and um, how you, you didn't want to see their pubes. I was like, Reg, Reg. Don't body hair shame. Like, appreciate these beautiful bodies out in front of you. I know it's frustrating because you can't, you know, get your dick wet in one of them. But still, Reg, no. No. Not with the body hair shaming. Like, okay, you, they've got little tiny Dorito chip, you know, like things over their nipples attached to some strings. And you're... you're in disbelief as you as you see them walking past in you know like these tiny outfits but like it's it's their body it's their choice you can look in a different direction you know um anyway i think i'm going to regret saying this <laughs> but you know i love you guys and i love you reg I was just a little disturbed by that. Um, bye. Oh my God, shit. I just made the realization. It's 6.49 p.m. on Saturday right now in Phoenix, Arizona. In the United States. And right now that makes it 11.49 a.m. on Sunday morning, I guess in Australia so damn it I missed Sing Song Saturday didn't I or did I man I don't know I'm a stoner I can't I can't lie I'm a stoner I can't lie though I can't tell you why because I'm a stoner that is why, that is why, that is why, that is why, 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 why.